This is the Mariah Report. News, pop culture and all things Mariah Carey. Hey, welcome back to the Mariah Report. I'm Martin Burgess. And I'm Dan Enriquez. Back to report more news. Mariah's out here traveling still. Yes, yes, we had to dig up some news because it's been a light news week. Yes. But that's all right. However, we do have a special guest joining us later in the show. Solomon Ray is here. He has a new EP. Yes. Big Mariah Carey fan. Mm Mm-hmm. All of that. It's going to be fabulous. So we're going to talk to him after the splash break. Yes. So stay tuned, everyone. But we have some fun facts about Mariah coming up. Uh, We still have Big Energy out. Uh Uh-huh. And All I Want for Christmas is You is still getting played, apparently. Uh, Well, uh, all the time. I mean, I know it comes on my shuffle. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Sometimes I do skip it because I'm like, okay, I can't do Christmas right now. Does it really come on the shuffle? Yeah. Wow. Oh, the whole, like, the 25th anniversary edition of her uh, Merry Christmas comes on my shuffle all the time. But is it coming out of your private playlist or off the, the a- Apple catalog? Oh, I my guess. private playlist. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I don't listen to, like, regular, like, I just don't put Apple on and just hit, like, shuffle. Uh. No, I would never do that. Oh, I really enjoy it. Oh, really? Yes, because then you do discover new things and then you can just hit like that you like that particular new track and then it starts to recommend things that you like. Oh, well, I I like what I like and sometimes (laughs) they don't know what I like because, okay, because sometimes I ask my little robot friend Mm -hmm. whose name I can't say. The smart device. uh I'll tell them or that thing to to like play, play my favorite music or something. And they think they know what my favorite music is, but they most certainly do not. And I'm like, girl, I am not skip because I don't listen to this. Oh. So it's like, I feel like those algorithm playlist things don't work on me. No, I agree. Because I was just thinking on Spotify, they have Mariah Carey Radio. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it's never like my jams. It's Right, exactly. The other songs. And the Mariah that they do play is like the Mariah that everyone knows. And it's like, girl, we're talk- We're trying to get faded over here, yes. okay? We're trying to get to the roof. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We don't need another Always Be My Baby. We love it. Right. But... Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, on Spotify, it did recommend me this rapper that I've really been enjoying. This young guy called Guap Dad 4000. Oh, all of that. He's got some bops. Okay, well, the guap dad is bopping. Yeah, he's got some bops. Okay. I, just, I just discovered him, just started going through his music, and I've been really enjoying it. It's been a good find they recommended to me. All right. Well, I mean, listen, sometimes it can work. I think the listeners might actually enjoy him. He's half black, half Filipino. Oh, I yeah. bet he's cute. He's cutie. All right, yes. I might have to Google. He's got jams. <laughs> and bops. Yes, yes. All right. And an LA local too, I think. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. We love that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Local. So sometimes it works. Yeah, it does, but I, I just don't trust it enough. Because <laughs> when I'm driving in the car, I just got to press, like, shuffle from the music that I have saved. Right. Because the girl, because then I'm like, no, 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 I'm I'm skipping too many songs. Uh, and I'm, I'm not trying to skip. I just want to put on what I what I like. No, but then it learns what you skip, too. So then it gets, oh, it, does. It, it gets to know you. Yeah, I recommend doing it. Oh, I don't think Apple does that. Maybe the Spotify. Okay. Or maybe I'm lying. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, um, so let's talk about what Mariah is up to this week. Okay. She's back from Europe. Yes. Yes. So she came back from Italy and I was wondering where she was going to go. I was like, is she going to go to Atlanta? Is she going to go to California? Is she going to go to New York? Mm-hmm. But then you think, well, the closest is New York. So that's where she landed. I guess. Yes. <laughs> so she 
posted on Instagram <laughs> that she's back in the East. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. a promotional post. It was a promotional post. It was a little interesting because she hasn't done a promotional post about that kind of stuff in a moment because she was posting about the house she was staying in. Right. Now, hopefully this wasn't on the day. It was like a week later. Right. I don't think she's there anymore. No. No, no, no. Or the bags are, are being packed as we speak, probably. She's on the way out. Yeah, she's on the way out, so. I hope. Mm-hmm. Because the killer, we don't need the killer to know the location. No, absolutely not. Because you know what happens after Mariah posted that on her Instagram. And then everybody f- realizes, figures out what house it is. And then all the little publications are, are talking about what the house is. Right. So, like, there was the New York Post was saying the house. Mm-hmm. Everybody was saying the house. And, like, whatever. It's a house. But you yeah. don't want people to know that you're there when you're there. Right then. Yes. Then I mean, there. even though we, we know where Mariah's real homes are, but... But we don't go there. We don't go there, <laughs> allegedly. We, we would never. <laughs> anyway, so that was kind of cute. Good to see her. In her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was she giving you like charm bracelet moments? A little bit. Right? That yes, kind of vibe? Yes, yes, The casual hoodie? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the pup yeah. on the lap? Mm-hmm. And the good lighting? Yeah. We loved it. It was good. She looks great. Yes, yes. Very, very casual lounging Although at, I at was, I did enjoy Mariah in Europe. Okay, well, I loved that too. That was fun. That was great. Yeah. She was giving us glamour and European moments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt like she was having a good time. Mm-hmm. If she's having a good time, I'm having a good time. Yeah. Oh, and the kids were looking good. Mm-hmm. Oh, cute. I know. Cute, cute. Well, usually when she gets back from Capri, she ends up getting back to work. Well, I hope she is back to work because we need music. I know. Do you know what? I'm like low-key jealous of all the Beyonce fans because they're getting things. I know. They're getting I a know. whole new era. It's it's exciting. I know. I'm I'm excited to see what she's going to bring. Although I will say, you know, that "Break My Soul" song, as good as it is, it's sort of like fallen off for me. I don't I don't listen to it like on repeat. I didn't get into it. Okay, well, it's cute. It's cute. It's cute. It's cute. No, no, it's cute. Please, it's cute. Listen, when I'm at the club, if I ever go back to the club and it's on, I'm going to jam out to it. Oh yes, bopping for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But the era looks like it's unraveling, uh, coming, you know, getting revealed. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yes, in and also way. leaking. They got a leak. Oh, they got. I didn't hear any of the leaks, but no, no, no. The French. I'm not going to go through all that effort to find the leak. No, no, no. no absolutely you know? not doing that. Because no. you know how much it takes to get the Mariah leaks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not doing that for Beyonce. No, like, but if someone you know puts it in my face, sure. I'll, but no, the album's going to be out in just a few days. So yeah. it's, it's fine on streaming. Yeah, just press the button. Yeah, girl. Yes, exactly. And be clicking, 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 and virusing and virusing up the computer for a Beyonce leak? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> Firing up the Napster <laughs> again? No, ma'am. Um, well, good for them. I'm excited. <laughs> I was, good for them. Good, good. I was wondering, I wonder if we didn't get a Summer Mariah release because people, you know, oh. the label was like, no, the Beyonce is coming. Let's, yeah, let's do a Beyonce let's Summer. Compete. Yeah. Could be, but also... When you really look at all of Mariah's releases, most of them have come in the later half of the year. Mm. Like, what do they call it in the business? Like, quarter two, three Q3. or four? Three? Yeah. Four? There's four. There's four Qs. But she's a, she's a, she's a Q3 usually. Yeah, right? Q3. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe like an early Q4. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, a Q4 release. No, she's a Q4 regular with Christmas. Oh, for sure. But then also, like, you know, um, what else was released, like, in Q4 from her? Like, uh, Charm Bracelet was a Q4. Mm-hmm. That was December. Mm-hmm. Number Ones was a Q4. 
What month was that? That was November. Okay, so yeah. Q4. So there's a couple. Glitter was a Q3. <laughs> Glitter, Daydream. What Q was that? Three. Oh, this is a Q3. Yeah, it's a September, right? <laughs> September yeah, yeah. Or, or October, October. October's Look, four. Oh, October's four? Yeah. Oh, then Daydream was a four, girl. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Daydream was a four. Well, in the current queue, the Beyonce album's coming out. So yeah. Good for, I'm happy for them. Yes. I'm excited. Hopefully it, you know, goes fast and we can get our Mariah action happening. Yeah. Like, let's keep things moving so we can get straight to Mariah. Exactly. And so our guest is here. So we're going to take a quick splash break and join us after that because we're going to be talking to Solomon Ray about his new EP, his love of Mariah and more. Be right back. The Mariah Report is supported by PodcastCBD.com. Use the promo code REPORT to get 10% off of any purchase and free shipping on orders over $50. Dan, I'm so excited to bring this product to our listeners because it's something that I've been taking for a while now. And at PodcastCBD.com, you can get something called Wild Gummies. They come in the raspberry flavor. They are delicious. Now, I've been hearing everybody in the streets talk about CBD this, CBD that, and I have no idea what CBD is. Think of it as a natural compound or even as a supplement that you add to your health regimen. So CBD is something that your body makes naturally, your brain makes it, especially after you exercise. And so taking a gummy uh, gives your body a boost. And I actually used to be a skeptic until I realized that I was doing it completely wrong. Well, how, what were you doing wrong? How are you supposed to do it right? So when I first tried it, I was just taking like one dose. I wasn't even measuring how much I was taking. I just tried it and hoped for the best and really nothing really happened at all. I didn't feel anything, didn't do anything. So I just thought it was bogus. However, somebody explained to me that what you need to do is measure how much you're taking. So for example, the gummies, the wild gummies, they are 25 milligrams a piece. And then so you know the, know the dose and then you take it daily to get the benefits. And what are the benefits of these CBD gummies? So the main one for me is that I used to have horrible sleep issues. I couldn't get to sleep, couldn't stay asleep. I'd wake up in the middle of the night. I wasn't falling asleep until 2 a.m. It wasn't good. So I started taking these to help with that. And I found it really did help me fall asleep earlier. And I was able to stay asleep and I was waking up refreshed as well. That was the main benefit of it. And I also found it really helped with my anxiety that I had. It's brought me back from anxiety attack several times. It kind of just takes the edge off it. Again, nat completely natural. And then the shocking thing that happened was it really cleared up a lot of my joint pain after a couple of weeks. Uh-huh. And unlike taking a Tylenol or something like that, that just covers up the pain and temporarily relieves it, it actually got rid of the inflammation in, in my joints. Well, these benefits sound real yummy to me, so I might not need to go get some of these gummies. Yeah, so make sure you head over to podcastcbd.com, use the promo code REPORT to support this podcast, The Mariah Report, and get yourself some premium lab-tested hemp CBD products. Hey listeners, this podcast is made possible by the generous support of our Patreon members. And you can become a Patreon member for as little as $5 a month, cancel anytime. You'll get exclusive access to bonus content like our after show where we get into all kinds of other hot topics and fun shenanigans. 
So if you cannot get enough of us in this show, head over to www.patreon.com slash the Mariah Report and join in the fun today. The link is in the description below. Okay, we have a special guest joining us today. It's recording artist, podcaster, Solomon Ray. Welcome to the Mariah Report. Hey guys, how are you? Doing good. Good, good, good. Thanks for joining us. You have a new new EP out called SR2 that yes. I've been jamming out to. You're also the host of your own podcast called The Solomon Ray Show. Yes. And you're a lamb. And you're a lamb. And I am a lamb. <laughs> I am a certified lamb. All right, well, Absolutely. let's certify the lambness. We want to get into your favorite Mariah things. Let's okay. do the basics. Like, what's your favorite albums from the top? Okay, uh, my favorite album, I mean, it's just, it's, you know, it's the Holy Trinity. It's definitely going to be Daydream. It's definitely going to be Butterfly. Mm-hmm. Caution is up there. But see, Caution's not fully, like, solidified as three. I like to it's say rotates. Yeah, it's interchangeable. Yes, so, yes, yes. Hmm. I want to say Memoirs might be my third. Really? I know, I know that's kind of like a, some of the girls were like, why but um no memoirs <laughs> is probably like interchangeable with caution for me wow yeah. okay. and then also e equals mc so there's like that those two i think are interchangeable why don't we just loosen it up and do top five yeah <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay 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 top five we, we could do daydream butterfly um memoirs <laughs> then it's going to be caution then it's actually it's going to actually be interchangeable between e equals mc square and rainbow Oh, oh wow. yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm, love it. Maybe also interchangeable with glitter. Like it depends on the season. Yes, it does. <laughs> and it the does. day in the mood. Yeah. This it's is what right. happens when Mariah has so many good albums. Like any given day could change. It could be different. And you know what? Like I will binge an album for like two months. Mm-hmm. You know, like I would just listen to that right. album for like two months, and then I'm like, oh, I fucking hate this. Don't don't play this again. And then I'll just binge another one. So mm-hmm. it's like really interchangeable yes yes emancipation wasn't up in up in there you know there's a special place in my heart for emancipation i have lots of memories tied to it but i think like i always i always for me so when somebody has like an album like you know people love like the singles or like the upbeat songs i always gravitate towards like the really depressing songs so i think that's why like those albums hold special places in my heart because i love i love the depressing songs i love the track 12s and like the the closing Mm -hmm. numbers like Mm -hmm. those are my favorite so i love emancipation but it wasn't giving me sad boy depression like I normally needed it to give. Mm-hmm. I see, I see. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah, that's fair enough, fair enough, you know? Yeah, I think with Mimi, for me, it's just like the, the songs were so huge that like, you know, everybody was all of a sudden loving Mariah. So like, even for me, Emancipation is more like, well, that's sort of like for them. That's for like yeah. those people. Gen pop. Mm-hmm. The gen yeah. pop. So... Yeah. <laughs> But I love the Mimi album. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, me yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love them all. But I think, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's like everybody's go-to. Yeah, because everybody, whenever you ask, like, as somebody, you know, from, you know, the general public, what's your favorite Mariah album? They're always like, oh, The Emancipation of Mimi, We Belong Together. And we I was like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, girl, I get you. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm over here, like, listening to pedals. And- yeah. Right, uh, yeah. right, yes. <laughs> 
Out of the MC30 releases, what was most exciting to you? I definitely love the remixes. Oh my God, what was the um the One Sweet Day mm-hmm. remix pack? Mm-hmm. Yes. Was so good. That mm-hmm. was like, I probably played the heck out of that. I love that. I would, okay, okay, listen, even though I have very like, I don't want to say like strong, but semi-strong ideas about the book. The book is really my favorite part of the whole. Okay, that counts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh Yeah. I would say that. And (laughs) you said one thing. Um, No, I would say the book. The book is probably my favorite. Yeah. Okay, perfect segue. What was like a standout moment of the book for you? Most revealing that you didn't know about Mariah? I think that's, I think that was like my thing with the book. I just feel like I just wanted just a smidge more, like a teeny bit more. Um, Yeah. But there's nothing, I don't think there was like an aha moment or like a, let me reread that part again. There was never like that, like, oh my God moment where I'm like, I'm on the phone with my friends. It Mm. wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't the, the juicy, juicy gossip you were, you were looking for. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll just say well, that. Well, I didn't need like the gossip per se, because I know that's not Mariah. I get it. But there was like, like I could just, I just felt like it was written under the guise of like this diva paintbrush. Mm. So it, it was very Mariah-esque where, I mean, granted, it's two different people, but like, let's say if Cardi B were to like tell a story about a particular portion that happened in her life she would be 100 transparent she would hit you with the he and she would go straight forward whereas mariah has like a way of kind of like fantasizing things out and like kind of alluding to certain things very like mariah yeah it's very mariah i think it's i think that's something (laughs) that she sort of has learned in the so many years she's been out that she's she can like be a little vague about things or like come yeah. close to something but not exactly say it and yeah, it's always, always like that i'm like mm. oh, i want to know more <laughs> but what about yeah, the childhood like, stories i thought that were all new information for most of us the what the child her childhood stories the stories about her sister oh, yeah. and the brother that i did like though okay I, I will say that and being biracial and being adopted and kind of being in like this weird household and like coming from a blended family those things i did identify with and i loved um, so yeah, I did like those those moments a lot. I would say like that's what I liked the most. And I think, and then also like some of the, I just wish there was a little bit more like behind the music mm, like, mm-hmm. stories. Like I love like memoir. Memoirs are like my jam. Like mm. if I, I could die happy with three people's memoirs and that would be Mariah's, Little Kim's and Britney Spears. I already got Mariah's, so I'm just waiting on Little Kim and Britney Spears, and I can get out of this world. Mm-hmm. I'll just peace out. Um, because I love listening about, like, what was it like writing that song? What was, like, the the whole story behind a song? Or, like, you know, little fun moments of, like, being in the studio or, like, those things I love. Like, Faith Evans has a memoir, or, like, not a memoir, actually an autobiography. And she kind of goes through like some of the backstory of like her working with Mary J and Puffy. And so I love stuff like that. So I, I did like those stories. I just wish there was a little bit more. A little Maybe bit more. Maybe part two. Exactly. There's always Follow room up. for another. There's always room for another. But th- tell everybody how long you've been a Mariah fan and what made you a fan. You know, however many years ago that was. 
I would say, I mean, I didn't really become like a diehard fan until literally Daydream. So I remember going to Sam Goody when like CDs were $18.99. And $18.99 back in the 90s was a lot. Yeah. When you're a kid in third grade, yes. and uh-huh. sound up that much money. Girl, you know I, how many chores scheming. you had to do? <laughs> yes, I was scheming. So... I'm a schemer, I'm a scammer, and I found a really good way to scam my cousin into buying me the CD. So he bought me the CD and I fell in love with it. And I think that was just kind of the like initiation of like when I first started to, because that blending it into hip hop, I love hip hop, mm-hmm. I love R&B, I have a really strong hip hop and R&B background. So like that just kind of made sense. Yeah, it, it started then. I don't know how old I was then, but yeah, well. it was definitely then. We don't age, so it was just back <laughs> no, then. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, back then. Yes, no, but now, did any of you growing up listening to Mariah or Daydream, did that any of that inspire your music today and, like, anything from your new EP? Yes. So, I mean, I also started off doing my own music, but I've also done a lot of production and songwriting for other mm. musicians. And so a lot of times we would do remixes and we would, I would take the remix and do like very Mariah-esque where you just take, you basically, it's like a different song, but with the same name. Right, right. So there's like different aspects of that where, you know, I'd be like, well, what would Mariah do? Or if I'm writing lyrics and then I'm like, okay, that's like a $5 word. Like maybe I should tone it down, which in pop music, you are supposed to really kind of, you're trained to kind of really water it down, make sure every line is seven syllables. Like there's like a structure to it. And so a lot of times I'm like, you know what? I think this is a $5 word. Like no one's going to understand it. But then I'm like, well, what would Mariah do? And I'm like, she'd keep the $5 word. She would. You know? She would keep it. So there's little, little things little like moments. that. She had us getting the dictionary out, looking up words. Yes. 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 <laughs> a wordsmith. Yes. Uh, Solomon, so speaking of creating pop music, so we like to theorize and come up with our own ideas over here at the Mariah Report, but we're always wrong. However, on your new EP... I know, I've listened to your podcast <laughs> a few times, and I'm like, I'm literally driving in my car, I'm like, that's not how it works! <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God you're here, because you used on one of your songs an Ace of Bass sample. Yes. So tell us about what the actual procedure is on getting a sample cleared, because, you know, Lado just used Fantasy for Big Energy, Mariah's always sampling other artists, so what is the actual professional way of doing that? It is hell on earth. Really? <laughs> I can only imagine. Walk, walk us through the process. So you have an idea, you have a song in mind, and then now you have a sample that you think will work really well. What's the mm. next step? So there's a there's a lot of, like, this is like a 20-minute response, but I'm going to try to give you three minutes. Okay. It depends on what you're using. If you're using an actual portion of the song, if you're using the melody, if you're using the lyrics, if you're doing a cover, a lot of times if you're doing a cover, you don't really need the clearance. You just do the cover and then you just credit them and you just forfeit any sort of residual income. But as far as like a sample, it used to be more streamlined back in the day where there was companies that was just assigned to like do this. But now it's harder. So you have to literally go to the person who owns it, which could be a multitude of people, a lot of publishing people. And you literally have to either call them, talk to that department. You have to either talk. Sometimes it's not even like a big label. Sometimes it's just one person and you have to literally get written consent. And that could be hard. That could take 
a very long time, especially like when me, because I'm an independent artist, I don't have a lot of those connects. So when you're in a big label, you know, when you're like Lotto or something, I'm sure you could like call up whoever owns or is in charge of clearing that, you know, there's like a, a department. So it's easier for them. But for me, like I have to chase down these people and I have literally like Instagram DM'd people. I have stalked people. Like it's been, it's been wild. And most people are like, oh, they, they're cool with it. But it's a lot of work to get there though. It's yeah. so much work. And it seems easy. Like, oh, all you got to do is contact them. But like you, these people are like, not to be shady, but like sometimes these people are dead. Like some people don't <laughs> live there no more. Like sometimes where the songs registered, it they actually changed ownership and then mm. a publishing company bought that catalog. It's just, it's the it's the worst thing possible. Like I have, so my, all my stuff is registered under one company and I've moved so much. So I always keep it under my parents' address. So my parents, bless their heart, they're like in their 60s and, you know, they're vibrant and stuff. But like at the same time, They'll just like toss my mail aside. Uh. I'm going through my mail. I'm I visiting my parents. I was like, what is this? It's literally three years ago. This company, I mean, this um, label wanted to sample one of my songs. And it was from three years ago. And I'm like, wow. But it's <laughs> literally, it's just like a written request. Uh-huh. Um, Do you have to so pay up front? Easy. Or you have, you're just asking to use it and we'll cut you some money from royalties? That's the next tricky part is then before, like when there's like companies that kind of, finagle this for you there was kind of like set rates there was kind of like a standard now there is no standard so now someone could be like oh i just need 20 bucks and then some people could be like i need twenty thousand dollars like i just did i actually just lost a deal recently because the publishing company wanted three times the amount and it was just like it was just a bunch of like weird stuff but they just can pull a number out of their ass and either you can go back and forth or and then sometimes, a lot of times, what they also want is they want to hear the final version of the song, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're not going to waste their time. Be like, hey, I have a song idea of, like, using blah, blah, blah. They're going to be like, all right, well, you let us know when it's mixed and mastered. Uh-huh. And so, you're just like, so you have to put in the time and, like, you have to, like, present it to them. And then, then, they, and then no. they say no. And then they say, then they, they can say no. And then you're just like, wow, great. I'm like $5,000 out for this song. Wow. So, nice. But then you have to probably just, but then it's always best to have an idea of how you can pull that sample out and kind of rearrange it. There's Mm. ways of getting around it, but now it's getting more common, but it was very much a hip hop practice. So it was something you saw a lot in hip hop, Mm. um, which I love to do when I'm producing my music, but it is, it could be pricey. It could be stressful. And then I literally worked on a song with somebody else. It was a Mark Anthony song. And literally we were waiting for like, literally the song was coming out at 9 PM and it was like six 30. We we're like still waiting. Like, is the song coming out? Is this like, what's, I mean, are we going to get the clearance? Like maybe 50 minutes before we got the clearance. Wow. wow. I was like, we was, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't me. I wasn't about to get in trouble, but yeah, this... it was like literally at the very last minute. That's wild. The stress and anxiety of that. So stressful. As someone who sort of knows the mechanics of it all, what was your take on the Loverboy debacle? Do you think Mariah could have gone through and released the original original version? The firecracker version. Hmm. Let me think. Do you think it was blown out of proportion? Because uh, this is all sample related. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
I don't see why she couldn't have. I mean, but then then again, the one thing I have learned about the music industry, it's it's an industry like no other to where there really are no rules. There's no guidelines. There's no like, you know, and it's so easy for people who are not in in that realm to be like, oh, well, you should have read your contract or you should have. Um, you should be getting your money up front or you should like, there's Mm -hmm. literally no rules in this game, which is wild. And so I think she could have released it. I don't see why you, why you couldn't, you know, there's tons of people, unless, unless like hypothetically speaking, like unless there was like a stipulation to where like, you know, I'm going to use this sample, which honestly could be true. They could have been like, I'm going to use this sample and you're not able to license it or let other people use it for 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that mm-hmm. could also be a case. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know? There's so many things that you just don't know yeah. that could be hidden yeah. in a contract or anything like that. But yeah, yeah, these these stipulations, regulations, it's the wild, wild west in the music industry, honey. Yeah, which I tell people, like, they're like, how do I get in the music industry? Like, what can I do? I'm like, please don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't. It's a, it's a hassle. Like, it's like a hassle. Love of your life. Do something else, please. Don't yes. sell anything. <laughs> well, your EP just came out, and you're in New York right now, and you were just strolling through Times Square, and you just happened to see a billboard of your own I there did. in Times Square. Yeah. What was that like? You know what's wild? I was thinking about this today it just hit me today when i was talking about it on my podcast like i i don't know like i just was like i got the email like 24 hours before and they're like hey just a heads up your billboard's gonna run in Times square between 12 and 2 mind you i don't wake up to like three or four (laughs) so i'm just like oh cool but then i was like oh wait like all my friends are at work. Like, it's a weird time of the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to take a picture of it. So I'm like, hitting my friends. Like, do you think you'll meet me? She's like, I'm definitely going to be there. Mm-hmm. So my friend met me. And I was like, that's such a nice, like, gesture. Because there's, I think, in any industry you're in, it doesn't matter, like, if you're graduating from college, if you are getting a promotion. There's a lot of times when in our lives where we don't, we're just, like, so busy. We're like, okay, this is the next thing we're going to do. This is Then I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to gain this. And you never really sit and be like, actually, that was kind of cool. That was kind of fun. I had mm-hmm. fun doing that. Mm-hmm. And that was the moment where I was like, you know what? This That was kind of cool to kind of see my face on, you know, in the middle of Times Square, like, blown up. I was like, this is kind of... It's kind of cool, it, yeah. Honey, it's a moment. Also, that weird time of day happens to be lunchtime and a very busy time of day. So yeah. it's a good <laughs> yeah, spot so to I have. I realized that afterwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People are going to see it. Yeah. They are walking the streets over there in Times Square. I mean, that's like an iconic moment. You have to let that, you have to soak that moment up. It's, it's not yeah. ev- that not everybody has that. Not everybody, ha- <laughs> not everybody has that. Yes, you're right. Tell us about the new EP because I've been jamming out. There's so many good songs on it. It's called SR2. Mm-hmm. Is that a little like nod to MC Squared? No, it's just. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> it was. It's my second EP and it's my final like reggaeton EP that I, I like. I had every, it had to be done and had to get out at a certain, I know this sounds not glamorous and it's like not a great way to promote a project to be like, oh, I just had to get it done. Because I really love the songs and I produced them myself. It sounds I, like you know, Rainbow. Yeah, you know, I just you had, had, to get, done. I had to get it done. Because <laughs> my, my heart is I really want to do like ballads and like regional Mexican music. So I'm really excited to get to the next part. But needless to say, 
And I was like, well, I don't know really what to name it. And I just was like, well, it's just like the second EP. So it was like Solomon Ray 2, like ca- like a catalog number. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm, I'm actually, despite me kind of shading the project, I actually really love it because my first EP was a, a reggaeton EP. And I had a lot of other produced, like I always produced and write my music by myself before. So for that project, because it was kind of new territory, I, you're kind of in like, I I think I lost my confidence a bit as a producer. And because they were like, okay, well, this is the genre. This is how we do it like this. And this is how, you know, I have, I have Grammys and I have, I'm a ASCAP song. Like, so you're just, you know, here I am with none of those things. And, you know, and so I just, I just trusted them and I kind of doubted myself. So this time going forward, I made very like distinct decisions like the Ace of Base thing. Mm-hmm. They're like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you put, you know, this Swedish, you know, Ace of Base track over a reggaeton beat? Mm-hmm. And then the lyrics are about sadness. And it's like an upbeat song. Like, this is, it's all over the place. But I was like, but trust me, it will make sense. So this was the first time I kind of got back to like, you know what? I'm a good producer. I know what I'm doing. I'm a good songwriter. I know how to turn songs and have them catchy and be poppy. I got this. Mm-hmm. So despite me shading the project, I am very proud of it, of like the work that was done. Well, you should be because the song is amazing. The That sample works so well. I'm over here bopping. I love Yay. it. It works. Yay. Girl, you did Mission it. Accomplished. Mission accomplished. <laughs> well, all the songs I think will go on a perfect on a summer playlist, you know, go driving around in the summertime. I think the whole thing is great. So congratulations. Thank you. For getting it done. Yeah. That means a lot from y'all. Okay, Solomon, we're going to wrap up the show. Thank you for joining us. Tell us where to find your EP. You can find the EP everywhere. Uh, but not in stores, but <laughs> you can find it on all the social, I mean, the, um, the streaming, the streaming DSP, platforms, the streaming platforms, yes. um, SR2, SR2 by I, Solomon Ray and your podcast, the Solomon Ray podcast comes out every Thursday, unless like I'm hungover and like, I just push it down <laughs> to Friday, but normally if I'm really good and nobody's hounding me online, it comes out every Thursday. All right. All right. Absolutely. We love it. We love it. And where can they follow you on social media? It's Solomon Ray Music. And that's all my handles. Love it. Perfect. Um, I follow you on social media and you're always entertaining. Very. At all very. hours of the night. <laughs> <laughs> all hours. <laughs> Yes, you're uh, you are uh, you are up late. No wonder yeah. you don't wake up until you know the afternoon. I, know. I get it. I, am I get up it. Very late. Yes. <laughs> um, all right, we're gonna go. We're gonna go to our Patreon after show. So stick around if you want to come hang out over okay. there. Thank you everybody for listening. Don't forget go check out Solomon Ray's new EP. Check out his podcast. We're gonna put the links in the description below, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Mariah Report. Bye bye. The Mariah Report is produced and edited by Dan Enriquez and Martin Burgess. Hosted by Dan Enriquez and Martin Burgess. Graphics created by Sean Marks. Theme music created by E-Reezy Beats. Thank you to the listeners who support the show on Patreon. If you'd like to show your support or for more information, visit the show notes in your podcast app. <laughs>